Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Shout out to Team BC, the real estate team, investment division, and everybody else. If you're interested, we have a new form that we've revamped. You can fill out your application and get with us. If you're a consumer, contact us. We can help you. Lastly, BrianCasella.com for all your needs. My courses are there, my coaching, modern success, and everything else. So I entitled this episode, Expect the Unexpected. Now, why am I saying that? I have many lessons to teach and situations that I've been through recently to help you with this, but there's a clear distinction that has to be made here. First and foremost, when we say expect the unexpected, we don't mean that now you expect bad things to happen. What I'm saying is you're prepared for anything to happen. Wow. If we're going to set an expectation on it, on anything, meaning what we, what we would want, what we would desire, what we would like to happen, what we would, what a tongue twister, right? I must've said it wrong like three times. There. What we would, this is why you need to enunciate properly, right? This allows you to get those words and tongue twisters out a little bit more. Anyways, what we would like and expect. <laughs> if anything, it better be on what you desire or your ultimate outcome, what that would be. Because then your intention is on that. And we tend to get what we expect in this life. We know that. However, you're prepared for anything. We're prepared for anything. I'm prepared emotionally, physically, financially for anything to happen. Disaster, paradise, right? Victory, defeat, and anything in between. Here's why. We recently went through a situation, right? And if you want to know this person's name, uh, let me know. We may be releasing it. I don't know. Team BC, right, on the real estate side, gets a ton of referrals, a ton of referrals, right? We, um, you know, put out a lot on social media. We're a really big brand. I, myself, and a lot of my team members now are amassing big followings and combined we have, we have to have at least half a million followers at this point or something like that, right? Because alone, I'm like at a quarter of a million, right? Between YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. With that said, we're going to come across opportunities and, and work with a lot of other agents. Now, in that, statistically speaking, the more you do business and the longer you're in business, you know, you're at some point, you're going to come across shady behavior, um, unprofessional behavior, and things like that. So we run into a situation where we end up sending a referral to this particular agent in the state of Montana. Shout out to everybody in Montana, right? I love that state. And, you know, we were looking for a Spanish speaker and we finally found one, somebody that I know recommended him. Again, I'm not putting the blame on him. It is what it is. I make and expect individuals to take responsibility for their actions, right? We get it. Right? This person is a buyer, ready to go, a lot of money in the bank, super qualified, overqualified, actually. Um, our lender's working with them. Everything is secure. This is the lender we've been working with for a long time. Okay. Long story short, this agent apparently does loans to get a hold of the agent. Uh, sorry, the buyer, our client that we referred to this person. Basically, sweet talks her, talks her into changing lenders. And my lender loses out on the deal. And he's being shady about it, tells our client not to answer the phone. Our lender finally gets a client on the phone. We can hear the other agent in the background kind of trying to coach her to tell her what to do. And I can tell the client is stuck in the middle and doesn't feel good and feels uncomfortable. Okay. Blindsided, right? Especially because this guy, this agent, 
who we referred the client to came recommended by someone else. I know who seemed like a stand-up guy. Again, I'm not putting any blame on him. I'm not going to look at that relationship any differently, unless you already knew this agent, then maybe, but Hey, that's business that happens. Now moving forward, let's get the teaching from this. Number one, the wrong thing to do is go on a rant, cry, bitch, complain. I'm going to have a conversation with that agent and give him a piece of my mind. That's for sure, because that's unethical behavior and it has to be called out, but with no emotion behind it, of course. Okay. What can we do? Well, we need to look at it from the position of, okay, this happened. And in a sense, better that it happens sooner rather than later in this situation, because it forces us to look at our process now for sending a referral, in this case, to somebody we don't know, who's known by somebody who we know, not directly, but it's through somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody, right? You know that chain. What are some measures we can put in place? Maybe we can add an addendum or some sort of agreement saying, hey, whatever we have in place or financing or anything else, you're, you agree to use it and keep things in place if you accept this referral, right? Things like that. So I looked at it from a, a transactional and process and system standpoint and said, okay, how can we maybe not 100% prevent this, 100% prevent this from happening? Because we probably can't, but how can we put measures in place to potentially either discourage this type of behavior or keep the percentage of that happening very low? So for every 100 instances that we're in, maybe a handful or less tops this happens. So we can count on 95 to like 98, 99% of our deals going smooth, right? And five would be a lot out of hundred. I'm assuming it'd probably happen like once or twice. So, okay, we're near perfect. What are some things that we can do to get to that position? See, that's where my mind, at, mind is at with this, because you look at a situation like this, and I now imagine how I would have responded to this 10 years ago. Oh man, it would have been a shitstorm. I probably would have been likely to fly to Montana and meet that agent and whoop his ass. Now, if I see this dude in person, I'm not going to cause any physical harm to him because I'm not that stupid, but I would definitely give him a piece of my mind. And I'm very trained when it comes to communication. So if I really wanted to, I could make him feel very, very bad and probably cry. Right now, I'm the type that believes that, you know, shady people are going to get what's coming to them. What goes around comes around. So if you engage in that type of behavior, obviously it's going to come and bite you in the ass. Plus it ruins your reputation. And it's a form of self-destruction is basically what I'm getting at. So I'm not worried about that person, right? Again, if you're interested, I'll give you the name. You can DM me or message me or my team and we'll, we'll pass it out to you. So, you know, and you can be warned, but let's think about this for a second, right? The systems, right? How about my response and also my team's response because one or two individuals knew. So immediately I coached them and said, Hey, this is the right way to respond to this. This is the wrong way to respond to this because now not only as a salesperson, which is the first example I gave you, but now as a leader, we have to respond differently. As a leader now, how am I going to respond? As a salesperson and a business owner, how am I going to respond, right? These are questions and scenarios and contexts that we have to present to ourselves in order to know, hey, if this situation was going to happen, what would we do? So you hearing this, you can jot it down because if you haven't come across a situation, it's a great moment and learning opportunity for you to say, hey, if and when this happens, what's the response going to be? Because you better be prepared. If you get flanked by the enemy army and you weren't expecting it, man, you're screwed. You might lose. Especially when you had information. It's like, oh, we could have read their guide before, their battle guide, but we chose not to. 
you're listening to the battle guide right now. Got to learn from it, right? So a lot of mental maturity, emotional maturity, right? Business savvy has been taught by this situation. Now, there's been a ton of situations like this. I've bought stuff from people supporting them, like small businesses online, in person, just to support them, right? I didn't even really want the product or service, but hey, I, I support the hustle. Hey, you know what? We'll test your product to see if it's good or not. But you know what? I want to support you. I, I recognize the hustle. I'm involved in it. Here you go. And then the person never delivers the product. They don't fulfill the order or something happens, but I don't go bitching and complaining to them. Because the moment that I invested in them in this situation, I'm giving you the mental process. I already did it out of support. I didn't need anything from it. You get what I'm saying? So at different levels, you have to look at this mentally. It's the same thing if I'm going to let somebody borrow money. The moment I agree and hand the money over, I've already accepted the possibility of not getting that money in return. Right? This is how we keep emotions out of it. And then you just look at it as a transaction. That small business, obviously, I'm not going to support them anymore. I gave a friendly gesture, supportive gesture. They didn't complete their or you know hold up their end of the bargain. Okay, noted. We'll not do business with them and can let other people know as well. But again, no rants, no bitching, no complaining. Okay. Now, if you can learn something from it, fantastic. So what scenarios? Now, I'm not saying that you expect all the bad things in the world to happen, but ask yourself, what are some realistic things that can happen for the business people who, who listen to this, right? If you're in any kind of service industry or sales or anything like that, you can expect that on the last day when the payment's due or before the deal closes the day before, you can expect some of your deals to pull out or cancel. When you could literally taste the fee or the commission, when maybe two hours before, you're like, oh, this is about to close, and then boom, orders canceled, extenuating circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. You better be prepared for that because I know a lot of people that count on that money before it even comes in, and they already spend it. So if you're in that situation and that's something that you're doing, what are you going to do? You have to expect the unexpected. If you're ever in a position as a business, especially, listen carefully here, and you get surprised, 99 out of 100 times, that was your fault, and you have to take responsibility. Tough pill to swallow, and I'm going to repeat it. If you're ever blindsided or surprised, somebody screws you over, there's a change in the market, all these things, you better be prepared for them. If they surprise you or, oh my God, I didn't expect that, you got to learn. That's a learning lesson. That's not their fault. It's your fault for being unprepared. When COVID happened, I was prepared. I didn't expect something like that and to that level. I know a lot of people were devastated because of it. Believe me, my heart goes out to you because some of you, even though you were in a pretty good position, it was an extreme thing. So we can say that's something that maybe falls under the exception to the rule in some cases, because this was extreme, especially depending on your industry. The government overreach was pretty crazy. Okay. So we can spare you on this one, but anything other than that, you have to really take a look in the mirror and say, okay, I could have seen this coming if not prevented it. What steps did I miss? What signs did I not recognize? You see, this is where the mind has to go. This is how I take energy and transmute it. Alchemy. We always hear that. Oh, mental alchemy. This is alchemy. I'm transmuting what would normally be a negative emotion and destructive path inducing situation and changing it into a learning lesson, progress, evolution, growth, and development. 
If that's not alchemy, I don't know what is. This is how you start taking the process, the power, and you harness it of your mind, this, this amazing computing system and decipher of the universe and everything else, whatever you want to call it, right? It's incredible. This is how you start using it in this world to your advantage, to help you grow and move forward and not go backwards. You see, I don't believe the human being was designed to live in, a, in their lower selves, to be in a perpetual negative attitude all the time, or to take these situations and always respond in a negative way. Life is blissful when we make it blissful. Life teaches you a lot when you see the lesson and understand it. There's so much to be learned from these situations. And believe me, I'm taking notes still to this day, even though I've been 10 years now almost in the real estate industry and doing social media and all that. I think we're at about nine, nine years right now since I made my first video and pretty much got licensed. Nine years. It's almost a decade, man. And I'm still here. You do the statistics for small businesses. Not only am I still here, I'm thriving. Not only did we get hit with COVID, I'm one of the people that got extremely censored. And you know that. If you, if, if you don't remember, demonetized on YouTube, Facebook deleted, Instagram severely throttled down. Let me give you guys a reality of that. I have 41,000, 41.3,000 followers on Instagram. I'm lucky to get three or 400 story views in 24 hours. When I had 20,000 followers, when they released it or something like that, I was getting four, five, 6,000 story views in a day. Okay. Mathematically speaking, that's impossible. Okay. Anyways, anyways, that also taught me a lot. So if we're going to use this, expect the unexpected, I didn't expect to get censored like that, but guess what? I came out on top. All my metrics and everything has gone up. The only metrics that have gone down is what they control. The people that I get in front of the likes, the comments and all that naturally, because less people are seeing my stuff. Some people have been unfollowed. You know, some people don't get my notifications. Totally cool. Expect the unexpected. I'm ready for that. I don't rely on social media and getting likes and comments and followers to, to make money. I'd be a fool if I did that. But I've always expected the unexpected. Before in 2018, which I think was the, the biggest uh, collaboration from like everybody online to come and attack me for a couple months before they all disappeared like the rats that they are. I expected that. I remember telling people a year or two before, be ready for a massive wave of hate. It's inevitable. I've seen it happen to everybody who's growing. I'm getting massive growth. It's going to happen. This is, I can't experience that and see it and then say, oh my God, I didn't expect that. Right? Again, you have to literally be willingly blind and ignorant or naive to think that some of these things are not going to happen to you. Because when you, look at the, when you look at the totality of experience as a human being, whether it's your personal life, your business, right? For you to have the full spectrum of understanding and experience, you have to experience every side or both sides of the pole if we're going to talk polarity. Meaning you're going to have to get the good and the bad, the pretty and the ugly, and everything in between. That's just the way it is. One would not exist without the other. Basic universal laws and principles. So why do we act surprised? Why do we act and pretend like nothing bad is ever going to happen? Like if you go out statistically at some point, you may get in a car accident. It's going to happen, right? The best thing you can do is be a very good driver. We're going to have something stolen from us when we leave it. You know, oh, I left my phone there, right? Stuff like that is going to happen, man. 
have some random person yell at you. Somebody cut you off in traffic, right? All these scenarios, it's going to happen. And I'm not saying we look forward to it, but you have to say, okay, this is likely going to happen. How am I going to respond? And then you at least have an idea because until then, you're going to respond with your automatic programming. And your automatic programming in many cases is flawed. So if you do respond unaccordingly, make sure that you take note of it and make the change. Because when you do, that's growth. And that's how you take a situation where you did something wrong and turn it into a right. That's how you do it. This is the next level for many people. Being able to do this consistently day in and day out in every aspect of your existence, whether it's you with yourself and the relationship that you have with you, with other people, your business, right? Friendships, whatever it is, your rituals, your disciplines, how you put yourself together, everything. This is it. Expect the unexpected. Expect the, that has allowed me to thrive on this planet, especially the last 10 years, because I've embraced it. I almost, I want, right? It's like you as a salesperson, let me give you some practical examples of this from a mental standpoint, right? We go in normally in, as salespeople and we dread or want to avoid objections or any kind of resistance from, you know, our clients or customers. You know how I, I apply this teaching from this podcast? I say, bring them. I can handle them all. Please bring one so I can just destroy it and convince you quicker and we can do the deal. Please. Now, I'm not saying that, but that's my mentality. That person's going to walk around with a different vibe and energy compared to the first one. This is the key that you have to understand. This is why when we say all is mind and we live in a mental universe, this is what we're referring to. Yes, there's the outer techniques. Absolutely. And they're important. But it's here. It's here. We've had many people who have been with grandmasters in many arts that have been able to witness them and see them and copy them from a technical standpoint. But it's only the mental giants that were able to take that information and teachings from those individuals and really take it to the next stratosphere because the internal world dictates what's going on on the outside. The outside is a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So expect the unexpected, my friends. Be ready for it. Tell yourself, you know what? As much as possible, because I know some stuff is out of my control, I'm going to make sure that it's very rare that I'm surprised, especially with some of these more important things in my life when it comes to relationships, friendships, money, right? Finances. But know that a lot of it is in your control and it's in the awareness day to day that you spot these things and that you can dominate it. Okay. A couple quick shout outs, guys. Appreciate all the support. BrianCasella.com. I also have my event. My voice will go with you, which is pretty much a week away, right? May 13th and 14th. It's going to be very, very much more in depth on sales and communication and that kind of stuff. So all the salespeople, business people, real estate people, this would be a really good one for you. All my courses and coaching like Modern Success is on there too. Shout out to Team BC, right? We added Yuli, who's licensed in Illinois and Wisconsin. So we have two new states on the map and we're adding a few more very shortly that we'll be announcing. All right, that's it for this one, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.